My name is Mark Rubin, and I'm a dream weaver. I hope these widgets help you weave your dreams into reality. In 1985, my dad taught me about money. Uh, he started teaching me about money when I was 14. It's kind of a tradition in, in my family. The lesson starts with three questions. The first question is, how old are you today? And the next question is, how old will you be when you plan to die? And the next question is, how old will you be when you plan to feel safe with money? We talked about those concepts an hour or two. The first one was easy. I was 14. The second one was plan to die. And I've told people this story and this, people find this shocking, but like I, to me, this was just like a, like this is important thing to think about. And we talked about behaviors that either increase or decrease longevity. And it could be diet, exercise, risky behaviors, other behaviors. And my dad was cool and, and not a judgmental person at all about anything that anybody did. But we just talked about it in terms of longevity, is that some things people do increase their lifespan and some things people do decrease their lifespan. And, and, and so like, you know, how do you want to play the game of life? It was a good conversation. And in over the years since then, I mean, I've observed the same kinds of things we talked about in other people and myself too, different times. So I decided uh, that based on this back and forth conversation about the longevity of my family, uh, people uh, generally live a long time in my family. Back then, the oldest person I knew was lived to be, was 88 in my family, my great grandfather. And then also my grandfather later lived to be like 102, my mom's side. So people kind of live a long time. And so I was thinking, um, you know, about these ideas, you know, behaviors that, you know, increase the time. And then the third question is planning to feel safe with money. And if you know those three numbers, how old you are now, how old you'll be when you plan to die, and how old you'll be when you plan to feel safe with money, you can do some super quick math and realize that between age 10 and let's just say 70, it's only 10 bucks a day, $10 a day to have a couple million dollars by the time you're 70. And the idea of this that my dad was teaching me is that small decisions over long periods of time have big impacts on the amount of time you can buy to not work in the end. That was the lesson. The idea is like how many $10 a day decisions does a person make from age, you know, 14 to 70? Like what are the decisions that a person is making about how they allocate their money? That was like an important lesson for me that later became time is honey and honey is money. But what it got me doing is I was, I always enjoyed doing businesses in my neighborhood, small businesses. Like I would rake leaves or shovel snow off driveways or clean gutters or wash cars or anything for fun. And I thought it was fun, but I decided in 1985 that I would get a lawnmower and I would start mowing lawns in my neighborhood so I could learn about business. My dad taught me something else about, about money that was super important is that he told me that in his experience, in life, that everyone that he knew at every age that he knew them spent all the money they ever made plus a little extra. That was his experience. I maybe not everyone. He said most people, most people that he knew, no matter how much they can make a million bucks a year, they can make $10,000 a year. He said, it didn't matter. He's like, his observation, most people spend all, all their money plus a little extra at every age. And don't plan for the period of life when they can't work anymore or don't want to work anymore. 
they just keep keep going. And that was a good lesson in a lot of ways. One way was about planning, but the second way, my dad, when he taught me about money, uh, would tell me how much money he made every month, how much money he spent on whatever, living, how much money he invested in different things, which investments worked or didn't work, how much money he lost in different ways, and how much things cost when they broke, or how much things cost when he bought stuff, like a, like a refrigerator would break or like washing machine break. So I had a good sense of like the ins and outs of, of, of my dad's like finances and the reasons that he believed he, he lost money. And that taught me about, you know, going easy on myself when I make mistakes, because that's part of the game of taking risks. But I got a lot more. I, the deal I did with my dad was, I was like, I'm going to mow lawn so I could learn about, uh, about business. And the lawnmower I wanted was a, was a 1985 snapper high vac. I wanted this lawnmower for a couple of reasons. One, I liked the way it sounded compared to every other lawnmower. And also it had a transmission that you could see with your eyes, an external transmission with a friction wheel. And you could, you could change these gear ratios with a lever, but you could see, you could see the gears moving. And I liked that because I knew it was energy transfer. The, the five horsepower in this engine, four horsepower back then was being transmitted to the wheels and that that would change the speed. I thought that was cool. And the number of steps I took per minute, which was fun for me to play these kinds of games. What I would do, I got, I got this lawnmower and I was super reliable in my neighborhood. I had 16 customers quickly and I had a partner doing it with me so I could take vacations and stuff. His name was Jeff Weinstock. We would mow lawns together and it was fun. But what I would do when I was mowing lawns, couple things is I would visualize the business system, how it worked, the mechanics of the potential money in my habitat and the rate that I could collect it. And a story I left out uh, about, about what my dad told me about money. My dad made a quarter million dollars a year in 1985, which was a, a lot of money uh, back then. But I lived in a neighborhood where pretty much all the houses looked the same. So I realized that if my dad made that kind of money in 1985, probably everyone else made that kind of money around me because they'd have to live there. And I assumed like the cars were about the same and the houses were about the same. So like, I mean, on average, I'm guessing it was in the ballpark. So I did a little um, reconnaissance and walked around my neighborhood and uh, figured I could walk to 2000 houses within a two mile radius. And then I figured based on that, that I could walk to $500 million a year being spent because my dad told me that pretty much everyone he knew spent all their money. So if, if I could walk to $500 million of money in my habitat, in the circle that I could walk to, and everyone spent all their money, I could walk to $500 million. So I was like, how much can I intercept and how fast can I intercept it? And that's what led me to, to getting a lawnmower. And the deal I did with my dad was, I'd mow his lawn for free if he bought the lawnmower, but I could use it for everyone else. And he said, okay. And so that's where I learned to visualize businesses in this way is, is how much money is in my, in the potential money is around me and how many people in that circle know that I provide a service, a much smaller circle. And this circle has a value, a dollar value. So $500 million and maybe $3 million worth of people have heard of me. And how many of those people need someone to mow their lawns? Not many. 
and smaller and smaller and smaller until you get to a tiny little circle that that's my revenue. That's how much money I can collect at a certain rate in my habitat. And that is how I began visualizing businesses. Mm-hmm.